Welcome to the Perfectly Honest Podcast, where we talk about family matters, relationships, and of course, our testimonies of Christ. I'm Michael. And I'm Kiana. And I have been working a lot of jobs in school. He's a stressed out little boy. <laughs> Not super, but... No, but kind of spread, th- spread uh, thin. Yeah, spread thin a little bit, but not stressed out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe I'm stressed out for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're stressed out for me. Yeah. And Coleman did not go to sleep until almost 10 o'clock tonight. <laughs> yeah. So if we sound extra tired, that is why. <laughs> yeah, he was, I mean, he was being fun. Yeah. But he was like, he was He was crazy. going bonkers. He was doing like little like he was spinning or we went out to get ice cream tonight and he was like doing spins in my lap as we, and crawling crazy. up on the table and like all that stuff. and trying to escape my arm so he could run around the little ice cream joint yeah oh, he's an exploring a he's a little explorer yeah we love him he's yeah. the best so this last weekend i got to go and see my friend sammy get married to carter Shout out to them. We know that they are avid listeners to the podcast. We love you guys. Congrats. Congrats. But I'm so sad I couldn't be there. I know. I really am. I, it was really sad not I was like trying like last minute. I was like, can I get a flight somehow to get out there? You know? But yeah. It's kind of tough, you know? So And things are a little bit more tight, so. Yeah. And so anyways, as we were like signing into the reception, they had those little like advice cards um, like, oh. oh, like what advice do you have for the couple, like the newlyweds? And there's like, I don't know, it just got me thinking about all of the bad marriage advice there is <laughs> yep. or like all the unsolicited marriage advice or just like cliches that you always, yes. always hear. And I have personally been giving unsolicited advice recently <laughs> and I hate that, but also I'm like, I'm just going to give it. I'm just speaking my mind, you know? <laughs> So I thought it'd be really funny if we did an episode on unsolicited marriage advice. Well, it's funnier because I... And we're soliciting it to you today. <laughs> it's funnier because for my degree, I study like marriage and families. Uh-huh. And so it's just kind of fun to analyze. Uh, you ha- Your degree is unsolicited marriage advice. advice the, the degree. degree. <laughs> so I compiled a short list of cliche slash advice and we're just gonna say like if we agree with them what we think is wrong with the advice okay i'm excited if we'll, I've, if we'll take it i haven't seen this yet so okay yeah it's a surprise for michael so number one i feel like you could probably guess what the number one cliche is or the one that i always hear uh i I honestly am like drawing a blank on all marriage advice. What is the number one? I don't know what it is. Never go to bed angry. Oh, yeah. Everyone okay. says that. You always say that to me. I think you're the only one what? I've ever heard say that. I say that to you? Yeah. Well, you've always said that you've received that advice. Oh. Yeah. And I don't even know if I've necessarily received it. I just always hear it. Or like I saw someone writing it down on a card, on the card at the wedding. Yeah. And I was like. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, expound on that. Okay, so never go to bed angry. If you are like in an argument and it's getting super late and nothing is getting resolved and you guys are both just getting more and more upset, I'm pretty sure the best thing you can do is both go to sleep and then wake up and talk about it the next day. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree with that, actually. You know? Well, also, you're going to be sharing a bed anyways. Well, also, like, what's the point in staying up and hashing it out when you're really tired? Yeah, because your emotions are just heightened. So I think maybe some better advice would be go to bed when when you're angry. Mm -hmm. Like, sleep because you're tired. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I feel like in our relationship, if there have been times where I'm more agitated or I'm really sad or upset about something. Yeah. You're you always say, just go to sleep. You're going to feel better. I'm like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Well, and I think as long as you have that understanding and you could do that, because it's not good to like go to sleep contentious. Right. I think that's like. Because it's like, okay, if you're going to be angry, that's one thing. If that's within yourself, yeah. but it's like, if you're causing contention, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, like you as a couple at least need to be able to say like, hey, we're both really tired. Yes. Like, like let's get some sleep. No contention, you know. And then, we'll talk about it in the morning. Yeah, because then that at least leaves you with like, okay, like we can, we can like just rest on it. You yeah. know, we don't have to talk about it right now. And it's kind of funny because I used to be someone who would like to just talk like mm-hmm. right before I go to sleep. But now that's like not the case. Like we've been talking about that today because like <laughs> I, I don't like, like I just get to this point in the night where I'm like, I just would like to sleep, you know, yeah. like I'm just, I guess I'm not a teenager anymore in that way. I know. It's funny because as a teenager, it was like so exciting to like be on the phone with a friend or like texting someone that you liked at night yeah and you like would fall asleep doing that yeah and it'd be like like one in the morning you're like i'm just like so i'm like (laughs) i just like it so much anyways okay what's the next one okay should i guess it no i'll just Uh, tell you don't do the dishes unless you love your spouse have you ever gotten that advice before? No. <laughs> just saying something <laughs> random. Okay. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Okay. Yep. I probably could have guessed that one, honestly. I know. See, these are just cliches. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's how I feel about that one. Yes, I do agree you with agree it. You agree with it. Um, I don't think that it's necessary in a relationship. Like, we haven't had a lot of distance, but... Like this last weekend we did for like a couple days, Mm -hmm. but um, we definitely grew very fond of each other. (laughs) Definitely made the heart grow fonder. (laughs) But that's not like advice. That's just like a saying, right? Um, Yeah. So maybe it should be on the list. It could be advice to like, if you're having, if you do, if you are having a long distance Mm -hmm. relationship and you need to feel some comfort, it's like, Mm -hmm. hey, here's something to help you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I also agree with it because we, I came back from this weekend trip and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just so in love with you. Yeah. It was really sweet. It so. makes you realize what, like, I was like what afraid. I was like, I was like kind of distant because I was like, oh, I don't like, this is my crush and I wonder if she's, she likes me. I wonder if she still likes me. So, but yeah, like it definitely like once we got home and, and, uh, we, we were just like, Ah, it's so nice to be together. Oh, together. Yeah. Okay. The couple that prays together stays together. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I would say that like there's more than just like praying. Because I feel mm-hmm. like here's where I would kind of disagree is like if that's all you're doing. Yeah. Like you're hanging on by a thread and you're just praying and wishing. Mm-hmm. Like that's one thing. So yeah. I, I think that someone could take that as like, 
well, we've been praying together, you know, because they received that advice, right? But maybe they're like not doing stuff together. Right. I feel like there's surface level praying together. Yeah. Does that make sense? Where you're not like actually being super sincere and like praying for your spouse or it's just like, you know, dear God, thank you for everything. Amen. Right. That's not like praying to get praying that's, together that's is not like praying to stay together <laughs> yeah honestly praying to stay together is hey maybe before we start this prayer let's talk about like what we're going through right. like what are you struggling with what do you need prayers for right what's going right so then you can have like a really good sincere connection with god and your spouse right right well and i think too like you could just say that about like a lot like so it's like yeah praise together Praise together stays together. It's like mm-hmm. feels nice. But you can also say studies the scriptures together stays together. Goes to yeah. church together stays together. Eats together stays together. Right? Like <laughs> yeah. it's basically like stays together stays together. Mm-hmm. It's like if you are with each other and you're uniting each other, then then yeah, like there's if you're seeking for that unity mm-hmm. and you're able to find that through like being with each other, uh, which hopefully you do before marriage, you know, but obviously there is strain that comes in when you're in marriage, but I feel like those little foundational things like actually do work. Yeah. Um, and and fervent praying is good too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, and I think with this one, the big thing is working on your spiritual relationship together. Yes. Which can be really hard. That's something we're still working on. Yeah. We we even talked about it, like just how many things we want to be doing that we're just not. Yeah. And it's time to make changes now, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, sometimes we just have doubts as far as, as far as like spirituality and like making changes. Cause like when you act like an idiot for a while, you're like, I guess I just need to stay I this way. I guess I am an idiot. You know? Cause like change in marriage is kind of scary too. It's, it's hard to start new habits together. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're like, are they going to think I'm different or I'm trying too hard? Am I, mm-hmm. you know, like, but it's good to just be like, hey, look, I really want to make this change mm-hmm. and we just haven't been doing it. Yeah. Like we need to be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next one. Happy wife equals happy life. True. Really? Okay. Expound. <laughs> I'm just happy when you're happy. Yeah, that's true. You can even I think you could probably say happy spouse equals happy life. Yeah. So why do you think that this advice, because it usually is said happy wife. Like what? It just, Why are it we? It rhymes again. It's like the oh, pray to stay okay. together. Yeah, it it just rhymes. You think that's the reason why? I or- think so. Well, and I think it it rhymes. And men, generally speaking, were like, I think for a long time, we're like, how do I really have like a happy relationship at home? Mm-hmm. And they realized that if they would treat their wives really well, mm-hmm. obviously, things would be better, <laughs> right? So I, I think that that's kind of where that stemmed from. I don't know exactly. That's kind of like an educated guess. Mm-hmm. And I think that men who actually love their spouses yeah, are happier when they're mm-hmm. happier. But I think that if you just like try to like make your spouse happy and you're also just like having a bad attitude, you're like, here's a gift. I love you, but I'm having a bad attitude. It's like, <laughs> so I think happy spouse, happy life might be more accurate. Yeah. Well, and... Here, I'll say this too. You know, mom's at home all the time. Mm-hmm. So life's at home. Mm-hmm. And wife is life. So happy wife, happy life. There we go. There <laughs> we go. I just think it's funny that it's directed at 
men. But I think it was good. Like I've heard that before. That's probably the number one advice I've heard. Actually. Oh, really? If I, if I'm being totally honest, that's the number one thing I've heard. Okay. Well, yeah, you might be right. At least from being a man, like hearing that so yeah. much growing up. Remember, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> so some truth, but also goes both ways. Yeah. Like, just focus on making each other happy. Yeah. And I think the thing is, too, is like wives do a good job at focusing on the husband. Sometimes husbands do a good mm. job at only focusing on themselves. Yeah. I <laughs> so, can see that. So, you know, Hus- there is some truth there, Husbands too. do a good job at making themselves happy. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's what it is. And then the yes. wife's like... <laughs> and it's like our life like we could be happy like on our own but then like our wife coming in just completes us mm-hmm. and like that's like enough you know <laughs> and then they feed us and do nice things and you're like huh yeah this is perfect <laughs> life's great i don't have to do anything <laughs> so okay hey, it's good advice okay good it gets it gets michael's stamp of approval yeah that one gets a good stamp never disagree in front of your kids that's bad advice. Bad. Yeah, that's bad advice. Well, explain. Okay, so bad. <laughs> Sorry, I keep I keep saying the advice, and I'm like, okay, Michael, tell it's us like, what it's you like. It's like my reaction. Okay, that is bad advice because kids need to be able to see their parents resolve issues. Ding ding ding. That's like that's what I think. Absolutely. Honestly. Because um, like I didn't particularly hate. Well, I didn't really like being around my parents when they argued but um usually that would be because it would get heated or Mm -hmm. something right i would say that like heated arguments are not great a lot of yelling but even if that does happen um it's still valuable to see you know your your parents make up yes um and in any disagreement you can just say like hey look we found a way like to resolve this situation or Mm -hmm. this disagreement so disagreements are normal yeah. Uh, and they'll happen between your kids anyway. So mm-hmm. it's not like they don't want to look up at their parents and be like, they. I can't talk to them because I disagree with my yeah. you know, siblings. Right. You really hit it on the nose with seeing your parents resolve the disagreement. Yeah. Because then you're modeling for your kids what a healthy communication is. Yeah. Yeah, because exactly. Because if you don't show that, if you don't show the disagreeing and you're just bottling it up, I guess. Yeah. That's not healthy for anyone. No. And then if you're not, not resolving, if you're not saying I'm sorry, then kids are learning, oh, well, you can just fight and then be mad in your respective spheres and not say yeah. sorry and it's and fine. And that's it. Yeah. The wife is always right. Wrong. Wrong. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, though. Yeah. Most oh. of the time. Most of the time I'm right. Oh, yeah. Oh. I mean, if not always, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's good advice. So it is. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's one of those things where I think that each spouse should be willing to be wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but recognizing that, I think that, I mean, this is just our relationship. Um, I mean, I have seen some relationships, like looking in from the outside, I'm like, that girl is very wrong. <laughs> like, right? So it's like, that's not always, like, that's not a true, like, thing that's, like, always true. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it kind of goes along with, like, happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. Except for it's a little bit more toxic because you're basically saying, like, men should just give up the ability to, like, 
have a say in stuff, you know. I don't know if that like fully has that effect, but I will say in our relationship, most of the time you are right. <laughs> but it's funny because I feel like advice like this is kind of damaging because it is making this culture of, oh yeah, women are typically right and men are wrong. Right. And it's like, no, because then we're going to get let it get to our heads. Right. We're going to be like, oh yeah, I'm always right. Yeah. I mean, either way, you should be focusing less on right and wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and like who's right, who's wrong. Because like sometimes you're both wrong. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and and if you're having issues a lot, then most of the time you are both wrong. So yeah. just like take it to heart that you should like think about like someone else's feelings first before like what your if your opinion is right on something mm-hmm. or wrong, you know. Yeah. So your spouse is just more important than being right or than wrong. Being right or wrong. So love it. Uh, love is all you need. Love is all you need. Da, um, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a vague statement. I know. It's such know? a blanket. Yeah, it's like a blanket. Like, love is all you need. I mean, it's like, well, yeah. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the love of God, the love of your spouse, the love of, mm-hmm. you know, of yourself for yourself and others. It's like that, that, like, yes, of course, but also like, you know, it's not the whole picture. Yeah, I would, so I would disagree with it. Yeah. Because I feel like love is all you need. Then you're just hanging on to this little thread of hope like oh if i just love them enough it's gonna work out but you need friendship you need quality time you need yeah. food food you need, yeah you <laughs> <Sleep>. need money <laughs> yeah yeah love is one of the hardest terms to interpret for me even hmm. i think it's the hardest term to define because it's something that you feel about somebody else mm-hmm. and it's not like a clear-cut thing that you feel about somebody else yeah. either. so very complicated yeah all right we're already to the last one okay you marry your parents okay i want to hear your reaction on this first i think it's really funny because i've heard this like saying so much and then i would like go back and look at who i was dating and be like they are nothing like my dad i'm like well i guess i shouldn't marry them or like even being with you, I didn't think that you were super like my dad. Yeah. But you and my dad get along so well. Yeah. Like you are always yeah. talking about how much you love my dad and you're just like, oh, yeah. he's just so great. And I just love talking with him. And so I, I don't know. I feel like I am similar in in spirit, very different in, you know, some personality things, yeah. but in like really good ways, you know, because mm-hmm. like. I like people who are like different than me makes life like more interesting and stuff. Totally. But we're like very similar in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I always thought to myself, I was like, this is a hundred percent true. But like <laughs> growing before I met you. Did you date anyone that you thought was like your mom? Cause I'm thinking of no. the ex-girlfriends I know. And I don't they know. They were not like your mom. No one's like your mom. I don't know anyone who's like my mom. So Except for maybe her sisters or something. Oh, yeah. So my aunts. But I, like, it is kind of funny. But yeah, I mean, you're not like my mom. Oh, at um, all? I mean, not. I feel in, like we hit it off. Well, I mean, you hit it off, but like <laughs> not in like, per, I guess personality wise. Yeah. You know? I mean, you're both very bubbly and there are a lot of traits. I think that you do look at your parents and especially if you're close with any of your parents, then you'll pick up like, on those traits and you'll yeah. want to have that in your spouse. Yeah. So I think that's true 
Okay, is that that's the end of the list, that's right? That's it. So I want to give my <laughs> favorite marriage advice I've ever received. Okay. Okay. Is that all marriage advice is bad advice? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that that's like really true to some extent. I got that right before we got married. I can't remember who said it to me, but I was like, "That's the best thing I've ever heard." Because it just it gives you the ability when you think about it, like when you think to yourself. My marriage is my own. Mm-hmm. I don't need to listen to the outside influences. Yeah. You know, and like fit to a mold. And that's why I love that advice. Like, I feel like I've already lived by it and just like, this is my marriage. I don't have to worry about other advice. So. Well, and it's interesting because I feel like outside advice can be very beneficial and helpful when yes. you're seeking for it. Yeah. That's why like unsolicited marriage advice can be like annoying. Right. And you're like, okay, like, I don't really see how that applies to me, right? you know? But, like, we have so much power in our marriage to seek solutions. Exactly. And make amends and use God as a tool and, like, find resources ourselves from, like, Absolutely. You know, professionals. Yeah. So. And, like, we can learn from other people around us. Yeah. But... You know, sometimes that advice, if we take it too seriously, mm-hmm. it can be really like, it can be like hold you back. Or self, self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And I do want to, this, I think this is the best advice that I can give. <laughs> I know I'm giving two things, but it was okay. like, that was the best I'd received. Yeah. But this is the best I can give is have a Christ-centered home. Yeah. And I think that's just general enough. Like, I think... Although it is funny to hear the different phrases and it's like, okay, we can pull some truth and stuff, but it's like, you can't go wrong. Um, whether you're married or single or whatnot, just like have a Christ centered home. Mm-hmm. So that, that'll help with your relationships. That's what we're really trying to work on ourselves. Like mm-hmm. we're really have not been doing like perfect at it. And we've actually talked about this recently, but we just want Christ so much. We want mm-hmm. him in our lives yeah. and and so, you know. So what better way what than to build your marriage on Christ? Yeah, sure foundation. To really center everything on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for this week's spiritual thought, we're in Matthew 19, 5 through 6. And I just need to get my scripture situated. <sighs> <laughs> And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife. They twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore, they are no more twain but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. And I love, well, I love a few things about these verses. I love where it says, like, cleave. Because when you think of cleaving to your spouse, I feel like you're just holding on to each other for dear life. Like it's yeah. it's you guys against the world. It makes me think of Adam and Eve leaving the garden out into the yeah. world for the first time, cleaving to each other because it's like we're all we've got and this world's kind of scary. And then the other portion I love is one flesh because when we are married, we really do become one flesh in in that we can procreate and have sexual relation yes. and when you are in that that process and in that zone your brains are syncing up your heart rates your bre- breathing is syncing up and you are functioning 
as if you are one body. Yes. Not to be like graphic or anything, but it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a new level of of uh, closeness. Yeah. It's so important that you have commitment mm-hmm. in that relationship. Yeah. You know, in this world, we're saying, no, we want to do two fleshes. Mm-hmm. You know, my flesh, your flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's not the Lord's way. No. You know? And can I say something too on the yeah. one flesh? Um, I think that it is also more than, you know, just sexual relations. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like sometimes we can take the verse and I've taken it hard sometimes to be like, I'm not really feeling like one flesh in this moment. Yes. You know, like if we have a disagreement or like we have something that's on our mind or like mm-hmm. we're not seeing eye to eye. It's like, that's not what the verse is about. It's mm-hmm. not about like that you have to be like perfectly one. Or yeah, perfectly in sync yeah. with each other. But uh, hold on to those one flesh moments. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I have moments where I'm like, we are one flesh, Yeah, you know? And that makes it true across all of the situations. Like mm-hmm. even when we're having a disagreement, we are still one flesh. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, you know, we can turn towards each other. Yeah. Um, and we're cleaving to each other. Love that. One plus one equals one. One. Boom. Whole. Okay. Did you have any advice for the men? I guess you've already been giving loads of advice. Oh, yeah. Advice. Or a message, I should say. Message uh, to the men. I would say a message to the men is, is uh, you know, don't take other people's opinions and advice too seriously. Mm, you know? I like that. Uh, but have an attitude of learning from other mm. people. I, I Especially young single men. We get so much advice all the time and we get so much pressure. Mm. And um, some pressure is good. Like, don't feel like that's, you know, all pressure's bad, mm. you know, because mm-hmm. you're either like, all pressure's bad or you're like, all pressure's good and I have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like find a good middle ground in that, like, you know, hey, like receive some advice from people. Yeah. Don't take it too seriously, but do take seriously what you see around you um you know working well and for your good Mm -hmm. you know especially the best examples which are uh your church leaders in whatever denomination that you're in Mm -hmm. um or you know maybe you have some people that you look up to uh ask yourself why do you look up to them Mm. you know don't don't idolize them too much but but just i think it's good to ask that so that's kind of my advice is is um you know, have an open mind so that you can learn for yourself. Mm-hmm. Take ownership of uh, the advice that the world is giving you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Maybe not the world, but like but what what you're receiving and yeah. what is good around you. Mm-hmm. My message to the women is, um, well, that I feel like we need to redefine the word work. I feel like work has gotten this negative connotation recently yeah like when you think of work you think of just this weight of something that you have to do that you don't want to do right but work is so necessary and important in this life and it can be so fulfilling and i hate to say it but marriage is work and that's not a bad thing that's good so long as you guys are trying to make your marriage work together and not exactly. seeing it as this burden and chore. It's like, hey, like this is why I'm here. I'm not here to relax and rest all of the time. Rest has its place in our life. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I got. 
That's what we got. And the baby's waking up. And the up. baby's stirring. So with that, thank you guys for tuning in. We hope to hear from you. Find us on Instagram, email us, text us, whatever it may be. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.